0: All right, and we're back with episode number 15 of Hanging with D's. I am your host D's, and with me apparently, now, as always. Sure seems that way, right? Is Dylan?
1: Yeah, not so much a replacement co-host as a yeah, semi-permanent one.
0: Yeah, I mean it happens. You're you're like Darren and bewitched, and we're just going to Here he is. He's he's the new replacement. Mm-hmm.
1: I did not get that reference.
0: Yeah, it's a little past your time. Uh, on Bewitched, mm-hmm. you remember the show Bewitched, right? Yeah. Well, her husband was Darren. hmm And just all of a sudden, one season, he was replaced. They never really mentioned it. It was just, and I can't for the life of me remember the guy's name or either one of their names, but they both had the, they had the same first name. Mm-hmm the the actors. Oh, okay. And it just was like seamless. Or 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 here's one that maybe Roseanne Becky.
1: Oh, she got replaced with Sarah Chalk. Yeah, Yeah,
0: and then the other one eventually came back and the first episode was kind of funny because when the the original Becky came back, you know, the show opens and Becky walks in and Roseanne just looks at her Where the hell have you been? Like like they never missed a beat. Right right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I got a uh, interesting show for you today.
1: What a great way to start it off—a bewitched Uh, conversation, like,
0: right? Well, I mean, off the rails, right? Right off the fucking jump. Um, we are gonna talk NFL football today. We are gonna cover the basically our mostly uneducated picks for the NFC. Uh, we reserve the right to change our minds and. Come back and deny that we said what we're about to say here. There's
1: one prediction I made where I'm like, "Ooh, I might look like an asshole," but I've got yeah. I mean,
0: uh, but these are again just kind of off the hip. Uh, we literally decided to do this about nine minutes ago, so uh, <laughs> forgive us if we forget. Like, I, here's my thought: because of this year, yeah, I've literally not like dove into. Rosters and yeah. turnover and things of that nature, which I'm gonna do this week because our our fantasy draft is a week from today. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> um. So yeah, I need to kind of dive in and see. I mean, I know a lot of the main big stories of players that switch teams, but uh, literally, I was <laughs> on the old office chair in the the bathroom there, looking through and a couple of rosters. Was like, wait, when did they sign that guy? So. <laughs> Like I said, these predictions are going to be kind of uh, maybe a little out there, so to speak. Yeah, we're analysts, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we have day jobs because, you know, we're not going to make a living out of doing this shit. Uh, but before we get into that, we are going to, as promised, jump right into this. And now it's time
1: for True Stories of a Strip Club DJ.
0: With chicks and guns and and hookers and drugs and booze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah! All the things that make life worth living for. Okay. Um, we have a disclaimer mm-hmm. at the beginning of this show. Mm-hmm. And this story is why we have a disclaimer. Mm. I was just
1: thinking that. I thought that the last few times. We really haven't lived up to that. But
0: No, I mean, yeah. It's more of a joke than anything. But it actually will serve a purpose. Oh. And, and I'm going to give you another disclaimer if you have a weak stomach um you I don't know I, I don't want to tell you to turn it off but uh, I'm just warning you this is gross.
1: I also have a very weak stomach, so we'll see how this goes <laughs> yeah, it's
0: um not not my proudest moment, okay, <laughs> but again. Money talks. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> it, it's not quite that bad. I don't know which, which way your he- head's going there, but yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, so this, uh, unlike the last story that I told, which was the big bachelor brawl, uh, this one is back in the club and it was the first club I worked at, which was very close to the club where the big fight happened that we talked about on the last show. Um, It was a Saturday day shift, like middle of, I don't know, maybe one or two o'clock. Dead cell. Pretty much, yeah. And and it would have to be because this could not happen like during a a night, like a busy night shift. Just, I I can't imagine this happening. It it would be too obvious what's going on here. So I've got, I don't know. Maybe four or five girls working. Like I said, it's a slow Saturday afternoon shift. Um, And this one girl, she wasn't new, but kind of new-ish. So I don't think she had been quite um, prepared for some of the things that that are going to happen and or, like, be requested and said and things of this nature. Mm Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there in the DJ booth and, and keep in mind I, I described this once before. The DJ booth is near the front where you walk in, there's the door guy and then me and uh, it's a pretty small booth. I I would say total space for me was about three and a half feet wide. Mm. I mean literally like wall I could literally sit here and you know, it's right both walls are on my left and right, right. and then about Five to six feet deep. I had a shelf behind me, a chair, and basically a small desk in front of me with a microphone, laptop, things of that nature. And then I had glass in front of me, sliding glass on my left, sliding glass on my right, where I could, you know. Anyway, so I'm sitting there, and it's, I think we had just done a promo, and this older gentleman, I don't know, he was probably... 50s i say <laughs> as i say back then i was in my 30s i'm almost 50 myself now but i i would say he was probably late 50s but just looked like the 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 creepy guy that goes into his trip club on a saturday afternoon like just if if you could picture that in your head that was this guy i mean it, it to to a t anyway So this girl walks up to me, and she's got this horrified look on her face. And she's like, this guy just asked me to do something, and I think I should tell somebody. And at this point, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Please continue this conversation. And she ends up calling over another girl. So it was me, and I don't remember if the door guy was in on – Particular story. I think he came in after the fact, but so she this other girl walks up and it's me and two of the girls, and she's like, you know, you see that guy over there, and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Well, he he wants to pay me two hundred dollars <throat> to pee in a cup so that he can drink it. Okay. And I'm like, what Cause I'd been around the strip club for what's the problem here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Seems so, like a simple request. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I'm like, and, and she's like, that's gross. I'm like $200. <laughs> she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, I'll tell you what I said, you bring me the cup. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you bring me the cup and I'll give you, and I'll split it with you. And at this point, uh, the other girl who had, she was kind of one of the old vets there. She's, she even volunteered to do it. I'm like, no, no, no. Give me the cup. And somehow this man brought in a red solo cup to a strip strip club and nobody noticed, I guess. I mean, Saturday afternoon. And and at this point I'm thinking that, okay, there's no way that this is actually going to go down. <clears throat> So anyway, she goes back. She sits down for a little bit, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, at, at this point, we hadn't seen the cup. She went over and sat down, and I, I think she was still pondering whether or not a would she get in any kind of trouble, or she got caught, or just the simple fact that she was kind of grossed out by it and didn't want to do it. Right. Um, so I was just I kind of blew it off. I, it was like half hour, forty five minutes had gone by, and at this point. I had talked to the door guy and this was the same door guy who fed me oxy that one time and made me projectile vomit all over the inside of the uh, the booth. Um, I actually believe this particular incident happened before the Oxycontinac incident that we talked about before. So we we're sitting there, we're talking, me and him are bullshitting or whatever and as I'm kind of looking out over the club, all of a sudden I, I see this guy reached back into his coat pocket and produces the cup. And at this point I told the door guy, I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, (laughs) she's going to do it. Cause I honestly figured that, you know, she just decided to hell with it. And no, she gets up and the guy's back is to me. So he can't see me. And she grabs the cup and kind of puts it in her little stripper. She had one of those Almost look like a. I think it was a lunchbox. I, I honestly, I, I believe she was one that carried like an actual lunchbox, like an old school, you know, like yeah, um, tin, yeah, yeah. And puts it in there and walks straight over to me, and she's like, "Still going to do this?" I'm like, Are "You still going to pay me?" And yeah, I'm like, "Give me the cup." And she gives me the cup, and I literally just take the cup and I. Swing around in my chair. She's like, "You're not gonna go to the back. I'm like, "No, he's gonna see me carrying the cup." So, <laughs> right there in she the DJ, yeah, right there in the DJ booth, I just swiveled my chair around the corner and pulled her out, and yeah, topped it off. I, I don't think I got a full cup out of it, but I mean, there was well over. He got his money's worth.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: well <laughs> over half of a red solo cup and give it back to her and it was funny because if he had watched her he at all he would have probably decided to just get him running cuz watching her carry this cup of my urine back to the table she was literally like holding it as delicately as possible and, like, as far away from her as possible. And like, two fingers, like, all the way in front yeah. of her. Yeah. And, and he wasn't sitting in the back row. And when I say back row, I mean furthest from the stage, closest to me. He was, like, up by the stage. So she had to walk almost the length of the club to get back to the table because he was kind of tucked away up there. <clears throat> Walks up there. Sets it down and then goes and sits in her seat. And the whole time, me and the door guy are just sitting there watching the cup. And they're talking and talking and he's not touching the cup. Like, what what the fuck is he doing? (laughs) And it's to the point where the girl, she had to go up on stage. And so she, I call her on stage. She gets up and goes back to the restroom, comes out. She's dancing. And the whole time, I'm not paying attention to her at all. I'm literally just, just, we are watching that cup. And uh, have you seen Caddyshack? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Dumb question. Well, there's not talking to Hunter. Come on now. I mean, it's an older movie. Okay. So anyway, you remember the scene in Caddyshack when they're all hiding through, hiding in the bushes, waiting on the the kid to pick his nose and -hmm. betting on that. It was kind of, kind of reminded me of that scene. Like me and the door guy are just staring intently at the cup. We don't even give a shit about naked women on stage. Fuck that. Well, I mean, that was no big deal to me anyway. I I get it. Yeah. But But still. Um, And I wouldn't even I wasn't watching her. I wasn't paying attention to the music. I wasn't paying even I just literally eyes focused on the cup like it was going to do a magic trick. And the girl does her two songs, whatever goes off stage. The cup still has not moved like he's not. I'm like, this guy's full of shit. And she gets off stage. She walks up and gives me my hundred bucks. He paid her for it. Nice. And uh, she's like, well, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. She's like, I can't watch this. I'm like, well, we can. (laughs) And we're sitting there and he's just finally he looks over at it and he grabs the cup. And then he he just it's almost like he grabs a drink and like he almost like he was trying to be slick about it. Like nobody's going to notice you have the only red solo cup in a strip club, even though there wasn't really that many people there. But um, so he he grabs it because it was sitting off kind of to his right, like not where your drink would be you know, yeah. kind of pushed off to the side. But then he, he slides it over and he's got his hand on it. And I don't know if he was just like, checking the warmth or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if he needed it to be closer to room temperature. I don't know. And and then it happened. <laughs> cup to lips, oh, cup to lips, and it's <laughs> the the first one was like a sip. He, I don't know if he just was checking the flavor. <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: tasting. You <laughs> yeah, know.
0: you know. Yeah, I don't know. If he swished it around, you yeah. know, trying to pick the year.
1: Or... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. and then he. Some undertones of asparagus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he takes a sip and he sets it back down again. He doesn't take his hand off of it. And I, he, at this point, I'm half like laughing with, and half disgusted. And the guy, he does the whole, like, he scans the whole place back and forth. And then he just goes, and slams it. <laughs> I, I'm not like it was like a three second chug, maybe. Just bam. And and puts the cup down. And <clears throat> at this point, he turned around because me and the door guy were like, Oh shit, you right. know? I mean loud enough that it was over the music. Like it was almost like he was wondering if we were talking about him. We were.
1: Yeah. And if a strange man if you watch a strange man drink a cup of your piss, that's kind of the appropriate reaction is oh shit. Yeah. Loudly.
0: And then the uh the waitress has to pass me to go to the table. And at this he's the only person sitting on that side of the club. Mm. And she's walking that way. I'm like, hey, come here, come here, come here, come here. I'm like, whatever you do. Don't touch that cup. She's like, why? And so I had to tell her the story. And she dropped her tray. <laughs> She's like, nope. She's like, I'm I'm not going to that table at all. And so we're watching it, and, and he, he puts the cup back into his coat pocket. And and the girl comes back out, and she comes to me first, and I just kind of give her, I'm like, yep, I'm like, it's gone. <laughs> so she goes... She goes over and sits back down for maybe two minutes and then the guy gets up and and walks out. And I never saw him again. But somewhere out there <laughs> is a is a I my mean, I don't know, maybe he's not around anymore, but yeah. A man drank my piss, basically. <laughs> wow. Not thinking it was some hot little twenty two year old stripper. Nope, it was 36-year-old, fat, coquette DJ. (laughs) (laughs) So you're welcome, sir.
1: You have a girlfriend. We can get a pretty good rack out of this.
0: (laughs) 100 bucks a pop? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: Wow. That's... I don't get why she wouldn't do it. I mean, why not?
0: Yeah. Again, she was, like, kind of new...
1: Yeah, so she was probably, oh, this is a bust. I've heard of yeah, this well, piss stings before.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's gross for one. Well, yeah. Look, if you're into that kind of thing, hey, more power, too. Right on. If you got 100 bucks, <laughs> I can get you and some. And I got a full bladder. I can get you some fresh squeeze if that's what it takes. Holy shit. Yeah, so that was uh, definitely, the. I would say, the nastiest thing that I ever Witnessed in person. um Saw a couple more brutal things, but yeah. So I apologize. That was a doozy. Huh? That was a doozy. Yeah. That was a
1: good one. Wow. Holy shit.
0: It just showed there are some weird fucking people out there.
1: Oh, it's a, have you ever heard a pony play?
0: Uh, I think so.
1: Where people dress up as like. Horses and pretend they're horses. And oh no, they no. horse shows and it's kind of like an a cross between like horse outfits and like BDSM outfits and people are fucking weird.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that's kind of like the whole furry craze. exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another one. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was the story. It was uh, like I said, more gross than funny, but these are the kinds of things that happen in strip clubs. I mean. Yeah, I I'm willing to bet that I'm not the first person that has ever I may be the first DJ that ever replaced a girl. There I'm telling you right now there's there are girls out there that have done it. I I just oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 And and there are men out there who are into that kind of thing, but I guess I don't why I don't get why you would go to the strip club. There are plenty of escorts lady like that would probably pee in front of you, which that was the other thing that got me like, if I were into that kind of thing, I'm going to need to see the source. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she literally, he literally let her walk away with a cup and come back with a cup. And right. You got no questions. Like, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it was even thinking about it now. Kind of, Turns the old stomach a little bit, but it also, hey, I made a hundred bucks and um, got <laughs> a fucking story you can tell the rest. Yeah, th- of Yeah, that helped that. pay for the the drugs for that night, so it was a win win. So, all right, there it is, the old piss drinker story. You're welcome.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So, uh, on that note, I think <laughs> we're gonna take a quick little break. That's probably a good idea. Kind of catch her breath and uh, cleanse the palate, so to speak. (laughs) And and come back and talk some NFC football.
1: Stick around. Hanging with D's will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show.
0: All right, and we're back. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I guess that commercial was... uh, I guess it's not really a commercial. It's just a little break audio clip. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> didn't so, get
1: paid for it this time though.
0: Yeah, right. I, I wish I got a hundred bucks every time I drain the main vein. <clears throat> anyway, so we're gonna talk NFL football. We are getting so close. What are we out? Uh,
1: Two weeks away.
0: Not even. Was, oh, that's
1: it, right. A week from Thursday. A week
0: from that's Thursday. Right. So, yeah, we are getting very close. Um, fantasy football draft is next Sunday. Um, and, yeah. we Again, like I said uh, early on, these are pretty much just kind of shot in the dark picks. Um, we're not going to get too in-depth, at least try not to. Right. Um, but we're going to go through, and, and these are just kind of our from-the-hip Thoughts and predictions on who we think is going to win the division, and we'll also give you our playoff picks. Not going to get into records or anything like that, because yeah, no. um, I don't have a master's degree in mathematics. Because
1: yeah, that would be a pain. You know, in the like ass. it was
0: funny because for years people would come out with like their predictions and write out standings, mm-hmm. but never figured out that the math has to work exactly. Yeah. And it, there would be people that like there wasn't enough games, or there'd be way too many games. Like you, everybody can't be seven and seven or, or eight and eight or anything like yeah. that, because you know, um, or I guess everybody could be eight and eight, but you couldn't have so many teams with you know you know what Exa- I mean. I know so exactly. What it I mean. just yeah. it just got crazy, and and now they've got it down to where they know exactly how many games they have to fill. And yeah, we're not getting in that uh, that in depth. So. We are going to start it off with the NFC East. And just a quick review. Last year, it was Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, uh, Washington. Football team. The football, Washington yeah, the football, football team. team. Um, that was the way it uh, shaped up last year. Um, I'm going to let you go ahead and pick. Just give me your like the division winner and then the order of finish, and then we'll talk wildcard teams like when we're all, yeah, yeah, all sure. done.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Last year it was Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Washington football team.
0: Just said that.
1: I know. (laughs) Uh, This year I am picking Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Washington football team.
0: (laughs) Going out on a limb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just,
1: the Eagles are still better than the Cowboys because the Eagles have Carson Wentz and the Cowboys have Dak Prescott. Fair enough. The Eagles have uh, Doug Peterson and the Cowboys have Mike McCarthy as a head coach. And I think McCarthy will be better this second run. I guess in his year off, he he wasn't just, you know, eating cheeseburgers, hanging out on a boat or anything. Like he apparently was really learning and kind of rethinking his coaching strategy and trying to modernize it and be a little bit more creative, but I so I could see them being a little bit better, but I just I don't think elite Ill- Philly is going to have the injuries that they had last year, and I just I still think that they're better than Dallas. Um, Giants, I think Daniel Jones is a little bit better than people thought he would be, but I think with the Eagles and the Cowboys, it's just going to be a little too tough for them. Um, Washington, I still have them as the bottom feeder. I could see them swapping places with the Giants because I actually think Ron Rivera is a really good coach.
0: Well, I'll just stop you there. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's where we differ. Mm-hmm. I I have the Eagles for basically the reasons that you said. Mm-hmm. And then the Cowboys because, again, the, the reasons, the reasons you <laughs> that you just said. Yeah. And then I have Washington over the Giants because I, I don't believe in Daniel Jones as much as I think Saquon Barkley is a beast. They don't really have many other weapons beyond him. Yeah. And I don't think... I didn't see anything really from Daniel Jones that led me to believe that he's going to turn the corner. I mean, he had a couple of good games last year, but nothing where I was like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I would say he, at least to me, he looks, because before he started playing, everyone was like, how the hell do you pass on Dwayne Haskins and take Daniel Jones? And I I think he looks like he's going to end up probably being better than Dwayne Haskins. At least it's possible it's one year. We don't know. Rick Meyer looked better Mm -hmm. than Drew Bledsoe in their rookie years. And then
0: the other thing, like you said, is Ron Rivera is a good coach. Yeah. And I could see that going two ways with Washington. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, there's some turmoil in Washington right now. Yeah. And like I predicted when the first story broke, there's more to it now. With the, did you see what came out this week with the video, the behind-the-scenes footage? Apparently not, no. Yeah, now there's a report that the... Remember, we talked about the the video, the cheerleaders, the calendar shoot? Mm-hmm. Well, a behind-the-scenes video allegedly was ordered to be made for Daniel Snyder. Oh. Where he asked for the good bits.
1: Oh.
0: And of course, the Daniel Snyder camp is denying this, but then there are other people that are saying, yes, this happened, and now there's an investigation. This, if proven to be true, it will probably lead to...
1: You have to take the team from him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he's like...
0: Yeah, I don't see how he escapes that with, with the team still. No. If it's proven to be true. If, if they come up with some hard evidence, then, yeah, he, Daniel Snyder is done as an owner in the NFL.
1: Right. Which, if you're a diehard Washington football team fan, then you fucking are praying for that to happen. Yeah. Because you hate his guts.
0: Now, on the other side of the coin is Ron Rivera and his big news that he's fighting cancer. Yeah, that was. So, it, it could be, you know, one of those storybook, you know, team rallies around him. And we have the unknown factor of Alex Smith is back. Yeah, who again? Alex Smith is not a world beater, but he's a guy that doesn't lose you football games. Right, he's smart with the ball, and that's what they need. No you know, less turnovers. Um, they're a little little weak at running back now because yeah. uh, they thought they had one, but it turns out he's a. Raping wife beater or girl beater, whatever you want to call it, allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Um, but they do have some talent there. And Ron Rivera, I think you know, good old riverboat Ron, they call him. I, I look, I don't expect them to win the division. But, oh no. Um, I I'm predicting them to finish ahead of the Giants.
1: I could definitely see that. Um, again, like you said, though, it's like a coin flip. Is the turmoil yeah. just gonna tear them down, like the '95 Browns, or? Yes, it it could literally go either way. Yeah,
0: I mean that's that's where we're at with that. Chase
1: Young too. So and Ron Rivera, so their defense will be better.
0: Yep, yep, yep. All right. So moving on, we are going to go to uh, what would be the our home division, even though we don't really like any of the teams involved in it. And that would be the NFC North. Last season, the North finished out. We had uh, the Packers were thirteen and three. uh, a quiet 13 and three worst
1: 13 and three team I've ever seen. uh, Yeah. Like uh,
0: you look back and like, how the hell did they go? 13 and three. Um, and then the Vikings were 10 and six, the bears were eight and eight and the lions were three and 12. Um, and one, yes, they did have the one tie. So that's, that's where they are now. Uh, Dylan, go ahead.
1: Uh, I got the Vikings winning the division. Um, Packers seconds, um, bears, third lions, four which is their permanent residence, it seems like.
0: Yeah, and again, the, the, we differ in the last place team. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got the Lions over the Bears. Okay. Um, I, I think the Lions – I thought the Lions were better than 3-12. and 12. They're like one of those teams that they're always in the game. They find a way to lose. Yeah. Matt, Matt Stafford has been a, a beast in fantasy, even when they've had shitty teams. He, he throws a lot of passes – they don't have a great running game. Their defense is okay, but I don't know. I just I think this is it's pretty bad. This is the year that the Lions find a way to not finish last. Yeah. <laughs> They'll go 6 and 10. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I again, I don't think they're going to surpass the Vikings or the Packers, but I think that 3 and 12 and 1 is is probably Going to be closer to the eight and eight range. Yeah. And, Stafford
1: also missed like half the season last year too.
0: Right, and and uh, he he has shown to be one of the toughest guys. He's he's kind of like a, a a Roethlisberger in the fact that it's hard to get him out of games. Like yeah. he, he's a tough, you know, he takes a beating like Cam Newton the same way, uh, takes a beating and stays out there and, and he slings it
1: that's one of my favorite mic'd up moments maybe ever is it was his rookie year. I can't remember who they were playing. It was in Detroit. They're down like four. They lead down, get near the goal line and Stafford gets hurt. He hurts his shoulder and they take him out of the field, off the field. And, um, I guess the uh, opposing team called timeout or something. So he's laying on the sideline, getting checked out. And they're like, "Oh, wait, they called timeout. I can go back in. Get the fuck off me!" And he goes back in, throws a touchdown, and immediately grabs his arm and missed the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah no, so I do he's remember. A tough son, bitch. So. Yeah,
0: and, and I've I've always kind of liked the guy. Yeah, um, he's he's definitely the best quarterback Detroit's had in a long, long time. Obviously, since what Bobby Lane. I, I mean, yeah, I, they had guys that had. Decent seasons or even partial seasons. Charlie Batch, Scott. Yeah, Mitchell. Batch wasn't horrible. Mitchell had, you know, a, a
1: pretty good regular season, but then uh, just forgot how to play in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Uh Rodney Pete was you know, Man. he was iffy at times. Um God, who was the other one they had? No, not McNair. I have no clue who you're talking about. Uh, there was another quarterback might might have been before Pete, but anyway, they've never had a guy that like year after year had had performed yeah. the way that uh, Stafford has. He just hasn't had, you know, he would have an offense or the, and no defense, or he'd have a decent defense and not enough weapons around him. But anyway, I think they're going to finish ahead of the Bears. That's that's my pick. So we'll see how that goes. So um, anything
1: about the Bears specifically that you think? Yeah,
0: Travisky. I yeah. mean, I just don't see it with him. They, Me neither. And they don't really have a lot of weapons. Um, they they've got a good defense, without question. Uh, it was kind of disappointing last year.
1: Yeah, they took a step back.
0: You yeah. know, you thought that they were going to come in, tear it up, and and you know Mac is still one of the better outside linebacker pass rushers in the league, but he didn't dominate last year the way people kind of expected him to.
1: They changed coordinators, though. So yeah, probably need to –
0: You know, an interesting story to watch there is the whole quarterback situation with Trubisky, and now he's got foals behind him. Yeah. And we talked about this, I think, on our last show or maybe the one before that, that they did not exercise the option on Trubisky, which basically says that after this year he's a free agent, which tells me that he's probably going to be on a short leash – yeah. Especially with a guy like Foles behind him. And, you know, Foles has proved that he can come in and win, um, even with marginal receiver talent. I mean, he did what he did with the Eagles, and they didn't have a, a superstar wide receiver. Yeah. They had solid receivers. They had receivers. Ers, who's
1: a beast. It, t- good t- tight
0: t- end, but yeah. Um, but again, not, you know, they didn't have any, like, all pro studs behind him, right? Around him, anything yeah. like that. So yeah, that for me that that that's the big storyline, um, and I just I don't know I the Packers again you you could flip flop them I I could see the Packers kind of getting it together because they do still have a, a very talented roster, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if it finishes up the way that it is. But I just I don't know something about the Vikings. I think a full season of a healthy Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk Cousins kind of has to. I think he has something to prove this year. Last yeah. year he was very disappointing. Um, they lost Stefan Diggs, right? Uh, so that could be. You know, he didn't light the world on fire last year the way he did the year before. But again, losing a player like him could be the difference between winning the division and not. So we'll we'll see. Right. Um, I think the
1: reason I. Put Minnesota ahead of Green Bay is just because of again some of the turmoil. Well, also I didn't that thirteen and three record talked about it earlier. I don't buy that at all. They're the worst thirteen and three team I've ever seen. I mean, they had a lot of games that were very very close. That they they caught a lot of breaks last year to get to that record, and I think that now we live in a world where Green Bay spent a first round pick on a quarterback. I that could work to their advantage where it pisses Rogers off and he plays like a fucking maniac. But I also feel like some of the turmoil between him and Matt LaFleur, I think that could
0: create enough issues. Well, not only that, that then in the second round they took a running back yeah, and they got Aaron Jones. Yeah. so.
1: So I could definitely see that being the difference as to why Minnesota leapfrogs Green Bay. And, like I Said, I like uh, Minnesota a lot. I think Cousins is really good. I mean, he's you know not great in prime time, although he finally won a pre uh, postseason game last year. But love Dalvin Cook. Um, I think Zimmer's a really, really good head coach too. I yeah, think he's great. So hard to argue that's what did it for me.
0: All right, so moving on, we uh head to the south, the NFC South last season. We had the Saints, were thirteen and three, and then everybody else, we're just kind of there. The Falcons and the Bucks were seven and nine, and then the Panthers five and eleven. Dylan, what do you got this year?
1: All right, I think this is going to be probably the tightest division in football. Maybe I'd, I'd have to think about some of the teams in the AFC, but I guess the North is going to be really tight too. But
0: the AFC North? AFC North, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. You got two teams. Uh, we'll save that
1: for the next episode. I guess, uh, all so. right. Anyway, the South. Um, <laughs> if I gave you three guesses, I don't know if you'd get it right. Um, Panthers. I have the Panthers winning the division.
0: <laughs>
1: what? Yep. yep. I have the Panthers winning the division. I got the Buccaneers.
0: Excuse me. <clears throat> We might have to stop the show because I think I'm going to need you to pee in a cup <laughs> for a drug test, not for some creep to drink. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, All right. Go on. I'm still trying to <laughs> You're not regain gonna hear my, c- yeah, my composure. Uh, I got
1: the Buccaneers being second. Uh, I got the Saints in third, and I have the Falcons at fourth. Um, again, when I say it's going to be a tight division, I could e- easily see – the Falcons or whichever team finishes last being like seven and nine. Here's my reasoning. Drew Brees definitely took a step back last year. I mean, if you watched him play, I mean, he still had a very good year. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't push the ball downfield like he used to. So I think age is starting to become a factor. They don't have a Teddy Bridgewater backup. If he does fall apart, you know, they got Taysom Hill.
0: Where did Bridgewater go? Carolina. Carolina. Oh, that's okay.
1: Yeah. So that went in my fact into factored into that as well. So, um,
0: who's he going to throw to?
1: Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. <I> hopefully,
0: <laughs> for my fantasy, a team take, hopefully a lot. He's going to yeah.
1: throw it to him a lot. Um, so that was my reason for why I have the Saints in third is I just in Tampa too. I think they have the same issue. Their quarterbacks are really old. And, the reason I gave Tampa the slight edge is just because their old quarterback has more weapons. And Brees has a lot of weapons. Obviously he's got Michael Thomas. He's got Alvin Kamara, but Brady's got Godwin Evans, Gronk, uh, OJ Howard. Um, I don't think they have, they don't really have a great running back to that. I know they signed McCoy, but he's not going to be their starter.
0: Yeah. Again, that you don't need a superstar running back, but
1: exactly. um, Falcons, I just – I don't know what the hell to think of them, honestly. I mean, they had a –
0: they went 7-9 last year, but – seems like they always disappoint even when they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. um, I don't believe in Shanahan. No, Shanahan's not there anymore. Yeah, no,
1: he's in Dan Quinn.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't believe in him either. (laughs) Um,
1: You don't believe in Shanahan. We'll get back to that one, I guess, but – um. Yeah, the reason why I picked the Panthers is because there's always every fucking year there's a surprise team that comes out of nowhere and does well, and I'm going to take them because they got a new head coach who Matt Rule did really well in college. He's pretty respected around the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. I really like Bridgewater, and there you go. I think that they're going to slide in and steal it.
0: Well, um, my picks, and this is where I said this is kind of an off-the-hip, uneducated... <laughs> Pick, uh, I obviously did not know Bridgewater was was in Carolina, um, but I'm I'm still sticking with my guns. I say New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina. Oh wow, yeah. So your your first is my worst. Um, yeah. I just I don't know. I think, uh, I I still think New Orleans is the better team, top to bottom, than Tampa, mm-hmm. um. I think Brady is going to fall off even more so than Breeze this year.
1: Because he is older. Uh, Yeah.
0: And, I mean, Breeze, he's got Mike Evans, who catches everything. Um, Brady. I said
1: Breeze, says Mike Evans.
0: Yeah, not Thomas. Mike Thomas. Oh, okay. Michael Thomas. Um and like I said, Kamara, uh they got the the X Factor and Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Um who are the other receivers? Um God now I'm drawing a blank. But they got talent mm. and enough so that I think we'll hold off I think it's gonna be close. I could see a thirteen and two, twelve and four situation between those two teams. Um but i i just i think new orleans is going to get the advantage and and take it um atlanta carolina i see them both being in that 7-9 yeah range um for no other reason than i just don't see that they did anything to, to improve you know i yeah. mean yeah i teddy bridgewater's not horrible a solid quarterback but he's he's not an upgrade to cam Newton in my opinion
1: um, I don't know. A healthy Cam Newton? No. This beat-up version they've had last two years? Yeah, I'd say uh, he is.
0: I don't know about an upgrade. I mean, maybe a... Lateral move? Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know. I, Time will tell, Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I
0: mean, Bridgewater, when he was healthy, showed that, you know, he, he was pretty talented, but uh, they don't have a lot of receiver help there. You got C-Mac, who... Uh, like I said, I think his workload this year is going to be huge. Yeah. And that both excites me as a fantasy owner and concerns you. Concerns me because I I don't want him to to get run into the ground. So, we'll see how it goes. Um all right. So, last but not least, we have the NFC West. The last season we had the San Francisco 49ers at 13 and 3. Seahawks 11 and 5, Rams 9 and 7, Cardinals 5 and 10. Who you got? Uh, I've got the Niners winning the division again. Um, I actually have
1: the Rams getting second place. Uh, I have the Seahawks going third, and the Cardinals going fourth. Um, reason why the Niners are going to win it, um, I think they'll take a little bit of a step back. Well, when I say a little bit of a step back, they'll probably just lose two more games or something like that. Um, just because Super Bowl hangover does exist, I mean, any time a team loses the Super Bowl the next year, they always um, take several step back steps back. Um, the Rams leapfrogging the Seahawks. I love me some Russell Wilson, but he's got like no help other than DK Metcalf. That's well, I guess the running back too, Chris Carson. Chris Carson's really good too, but defensively, especially after losing Clowney too. Their D line is horrible. Um, not a lot of talent on the defensive side. I just, their O line isn't great. I don't know.
0: What? They got BJ Finney, man, former Steeler.
1: So their O line isn't great. Um, hey,
0: BJ Finney, for what he did last year in a backup role to both center and guard position, he's tough, man. Okay. He's. You know, but okay. I mean, still, fair enough.
1: Um, so yeah, I could just see them taking a step back. And again, I think this division could also be very, very close. The Cardinals, man, I don't know about them. I think they could either take several steps forward because Kyler Murray looks like he's going to be pretty good. But the other thing that concerns me is that you have that college system that Rex Ryan laughed at all last year that all of these great defensive coordinators are going to get another season to study and figure out. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen with them. Um, They got Deandre Hopkins now, so that will automatically you would assume increase production offensively. But again, though, I just, I don't trust Kyle Kingsbury. I mean, if you, you have Lamar, not Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes in college and you can't win. What does that say? Well,
0: about you? I mean, he didn't really. They had zero defense, right? In college, yeah, and it wasn't like they were in a fluff conference.
1: Yeah, they're in the Big Twelve.
0: You know, yeah, you had some some tough teams there. Um, my picks, I've got, I almost flipped flopped these, okay, but cooler heads prevailed. But here is my my Carolina pick. I've got Seattle winning division, Mm -hmm. and I've got Arizona coming in second, San Francisco falling to third, and the Rams. But I think this is going to be the most competitive division in football. Because honestly, I think any of those teams are, are capable. I mean, if Jared Goff... Returns to form, Mm -hmm. the the Rams could contend. I don't think they're going to, but it's possible, you know. Um, But I think Arizona, with DeAndre Hopkins, um, I think losing David Johnson is going to be addition by subtraction. Yeah. Because I believe that they tried too hard to get him back into that form that he had, like, three years ago. Yeah. And I I think Kyler Murray, while – I mean, he didn't show – a lot last year, but it, he was kind of thrown to the fire there but he's got a just probably the second at worst third best receiver in the NFL yeah with Larry Fitzgerald right. who is still still plays at a high level
1: All right and Christian Kirk looks like he could be decent last year yeah too, yeah
0: so. and, and again that's one of those types of receivers that if you give him. Just an absolute stud on the other side, drawing those double, double teams. This could be the year that Kirk really blows up, and right. then you still got Fitz, you know, running crossing routes in the middle and and making big catches for first downs. I don't think Fitz is going to have any more of those twelve, fifteen catch games for one hundred fifty yards or no. anything like that. But he's still, he's just the guy's one of the best to ever play the game, yeah. in my opinion. And so Murray's got some weapons. Now if the defense who they've got Chandler Jones, who's still a stud, mm. um, you know, I just, I don't know. I I don't feel like they're going to be like 13 and three. I think that division is going to beat each other up and mm. it's going to be like a 10 and six, 11 and five type winner coming out of that division right. because of uh, everybody kind of knocking each other off. Yeah. Each other, yeah. Um, San Francisco, uh, like you said, I, I think the hangover is going to affect them a little more. I, I don't really buy into Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: I don't either, to be honest.
0: Um, They're two-headed, sometimes three-headed monster at running back. That usually doesn't work. I mean, it has worked from time to time, but I mean, traditionally... Uh, it doesn't work for long periods of time. You know what I mean. Like, um, with had... the
1: same guys—is that what you mean? Yeah. I mean, New England has just been recycling, uh, yeah, but running backs uh, for twenty years. So
0: right, but they have you know, Breda. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, M- White, Mostert, 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 whatever the the dude with speed, and the guy Tevin Coleman. Oh, okay. Um, that they got from Atlanta. And since Atlanta got... Uh, Wait, Breda Oh, yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt Brita, Brita yeah, yeah. whatever his name yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. The me. self-proclaimed fastest man in football. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Yeah, he says he's the fastest man in the NFL.
1: Does he know who Tyreek Hill is?
0: <laughs> Apparently not. Right. And, in fact, I think Trey Wingo even tweeted about that at one point. Like, uh, Tyreek Hill might have something to say about yeah. that and maybe will. Um so yeah, like I said, for my money, I think that division is going to be one of one of if not the most competitive um, in all of football, much less the NFC. Um Yeah, that's that's where I got it. Uh so who do you have as your first wild card team?
1: Wild card team.
0: Well, yeah, we picked the four division winners. So Okay, we're doing we had-
1: 7 to 1 then instead of 1 to 7.
0: One to seven
1: playoff picture. There's seven teams in the playoffs.
0: Oh yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Okay. I mean, our we our division winners. I have the Vikings, the Saints, the Seahawks, and the Eagles. Mm. And you had the
1: Vikings, Eagles, Niners, Panthers. Okay. Um. So
0: I guess give me your first one out. Your yeah. First your one last in. one in. I guess your your worst wild card. Oh uh, okay.
1: Thing. Um. The Rams
0: you have the rams okay yep. um mine is going to be the the cardinals i think the cardinals are going to sneak in there like i said a a 9 and 7 or a, a, maybe even a 10 and 6 for basically the reasons i listed i just i don't know i i like kyler murray i think he's uh, i i think he's got that russell wilson factor he's mm-hmm. he's tough he can he can run he can throw he's a little guy well, that too, yeah. He's he's undersized, but he, you know he he plays like Drew Brees. As far as you know, when you think of a prototype quarterback, he's not it. But I think he's got the tools to to be a successful quarterback in the league. When given the weapons, and he's got a pretty good start. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, I agree. Um, next one for me would be Green Bay. Um, I think biggest reason is just it's a weaker. Well, not, it's not even a weak division, really, but. Well honestly like at some of these other ones I, that's compared my, to the south and west. I, yeah. That's
0: my same one as is, yeah. is Green Bay. Um again I, I'm predicting they'll be probably in that twelve and four range, maybe eleven and six. Uh again, it kinda a lot of it depends on how well Aaron Rodgers handles what's going right. on with Matt LaFleur and the looking over his shoulder, and it's kind of, kind of sweet irony, right? When you think about it, because they had Brett Favre, who was still pretty much in his prime, and maybe not prime, but still playing at a very, very high yeah, level. Yeah, he was still great. They draft Aaron Rodgers, yeah. so now he's in the same boat. He's got to, you know, go out there knowing that they've deemed his replacement is now on the team, and he doesn't have a very good relationship with Matt Lafleur, so.
1: Yeah, I guess he did an interview earlier in the week with uh, – I can't remember who it was. It was a guy from NFL Network for something kind of separate. Um, and he, of course, you have to – if you're going to interview Aaron Rodgers, you have to ask him about the Jordan Love situation. And he basically came out and said, you know, I've come to peace with the fact that I'm not going to finish my career as a Packer. So Yeah. No, so and- there's
0: acceptance. There you go. That's the last stage. He, of the. Which, honestly, I think that interview is what – spurred on the Bears talk Mm. because there there were a couple articles written about could Aaron Rodgers become a Chicago Bear because like we talked about Trubisky is probably done after this year and while Nick Foles is serviceable he's not in anybody's plans you know long, long term and again Aaron Rodgers you don't assume he's in it for a whole lot longer but i could see him playing at a high level for the next three to four years sure you know long enough that a team could make a run if if the talent was put around him and i could see the bears you know wanting to snatch away a division rival that has literally kicked their ass for right you know the better part of the last 10, 12 years, or better.
1: Stick it to your biggest rival too, right? You it's... know, I mean,
0: Aaron Rodgers could literally take a page out of Brett Favre's book, and, exactly, and go to the cross town rival, or cross-state rival, I guess I should say. Um. So, and um. Well, no,
1: not cross-state. They're they're not in the same state.
0: Cro- across the state, like oh, state they, lines. There like you go. literally. Okay. Sorry, Dick. <laughs> so, and I'm. Um, looks like we agree on our five which is tampa yeah i mean four basically first one out. yeah
1: five six and seven uh, uh you could all kind of swap i could see tampa being the last seed honestly yeah just and, for what and, i think is gonna happen
0: yeah my prediction yeah same way but at the same time if, if Tam- still brady and the, yeah, yeah if tampa finished 14 and 2 while well, i'll be extremely disappointed um i wouldn't be like a ultimately shocked. I mean, yeah. you know, they've got talent there. There, there's no doubt. I mean, you got Mike Evans, uh, God, is it Godwin or Goodwin? Godwin. I never remember. I know there's two receivers. One's Godwin. One's Goodwin. And yeah, they're he's a Godwin. Very, very sim- similar. They got Gronk. They got OJ Howard uh, again, running back. They're a little on the weaker side, but Brady has proven that he doesn't need that stud running back. Just, and shady, if he stays healthy, I think shady can contribute, no oh, definitely, you know I mean he didn't do a lot uh with k c but he I'm pretty sure he got hurt within the first game or two, didn't he
1: um, I think so, I think he was hurt yeah, for some I mean, of he, the, yeah he, yeah, no, he was definitely hurt for some of the years yeah
0: he didn't do a lot with him, yeah. but uh but yeah, like like said I got them as my uh my first out um uh, I guess just off the top of your head right now and we'll probably do a an actual Super Bowl type segment at some point but sure. who do you got right now coming out of the NFC?
1: Oh wow. Okay, I thought you were going to ask me about seeding. Okay. No, not seeding, um, just like
0: looking at that list.
1: Uh wow. That is tough. Um I don't think it's going to be any of the five, six, or seven teams. Um, you know, it, it seems easy because I have them as my one seed. Probably Vikings. Vikings? Yeah, because, I mean, the one seed usually makes it to the Super Bowl. I say usually. I mean, Casey was not the one seed in the AFC last year, but Tennessee took care of Baltimore for them. Yeah. So... Um, and also the second seed having to play an extra playoff game, I think is gonna be huge. Um, I think that's gonna be one of the unintended consequences of this extra playoff team is that was the trend already was for the one seed to just go all the way to the Super Bowl. I think that's gonna happen. that's gonna be almost a guarantee now because they get an extra day's rest and no one else in their bracket does. so right.
0: All right, uh, again. I reserve the right to change this pick when we do a little more research, but just off the top of my head. Yeah. New Orleans. Okay. I just, yeah. New Orleans, they're an indoor team, uh, which will help come playoff time if they get home field. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to go with new Orleans, but again, here in a couple weeks before the season starts, when we actually sit down and look at things, I might change that up a little bit, but that's who I got for right now. Uh, we'll probably wrap it up for episode 15. I think we're going to come back, at least we're going to try and come back here on Tuesday afternoon, and uh, we'll talk AFC and uh, probably get some other news in there as well, maybe another story. Who knows? So that will, in fact, wrap it up for episode number 15. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check out Eldonzo D's um, That is our more political current events show with my man Eldonzo. Uh, The show that we're going to do tomorrow is probably going to get pretty heated, um, given everything that's gone on in Kenosha this week. Um, You can find us on Facebook, both the Eldonzo D's show and this show, uh, facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's. You get all the episodes to that show, all the episodes to this show, and uh drop us a comment a like share it with your friends and we're <laughs> it's like the thing that we promised is still coming but still haven't delivered yet but the the everything stealer show is still coming for any of the Steeler fans that might be listening that will in fact wrap it up this week dylan bye-bye see you next time